Yo, welcome to the fucking Air and Loathing. That's what we're going to call it. All right, cool, man. Air and Loathing, episode one, right here, motherfucker. Originally recorded on March 30th, 2020. Welcome to the first episode of Air and Loathing. I'm Adam Air MDGED. I got Josh stoked with me. We did our prototype run for four years. It was called Underground Cartoon Therapy. And we kept getting guests on. And I just thought, you know, most people were fucking dicks. Uh, but we had some interesting shows too. Plus, we had some motherfuckers that just did some extraordinary shit. We had guys uh, coming up that we'll be able to throw on, like William Stout, who did the direction for art on Conan the Barbarian, Return of the Living Dead, and a bunch of other fucking shit. And it's just been a four-year dynasty. Isn't that right, Josh? Man, this is a cavalcade of stars. You guys have no idea how much weird and awesome shit this guy's got in the fucking bag. And, I, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm super stoked. I feel like I'm starting over. You know? Like, I just had to wash all that fucking coronavirus and corona life virus off my fucking ass. And go ahead and just get the fuck going on some new shit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's, we're, it's 2024, man. We're in the fucking future now. It's, it's legit. It's, it's, we got to start acting like it and start projecting that. Yeah. No, there's a lot more to talk about. Uh, and uh, I can tell looking at these retro retrosodes is what I'm calling them. <laughs> Uh, and you can hear how it's just, I was kind of afraid to let out a little bit more than I do now. And, uh, so, you know, I figured, fuck it, man. Let's go ahead and do a fucking new, new take. Mike Diane is still with us. You know, smoking New York City price weed. Yeah, but at least they deliver it to you there. They can. They have fucking couriers for that shit. I'm delivering to myself right now. Confusion by lethal injection. (sighs) Alright, guys. (laughs) We're glad that we changed the name. The page on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. You can go on Facebook if you're that kind of fucking asshole. We don't do Twitter. No, we will add you if you add us on Friendster. Yeah. But don't come trying to spy on me, and I'd rather deal with hooker bots from Georgia, Texas, than uh, an, another asshole. <laughs> That's a whole another show, man. Come That's on. another show. We're going to go through the best of underground cartoon therapy. Underground cartoon therapy, rest in peace. I was trying to do something after I'd gone out of a... An experimental fucking run way back in the day. Um, I thought what happened was I went to Stanford University and I was trying to save my my own life because I had 
some kind of mental illness and I didn't know it was PTSD. Actually, I don't have PTSD. I have CPTSD. I was probably one of the first motherfuckers in the country technically diagnosed publicly with complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Now motherfuckers are out there making t-shirts of it and shame on them. I fucking hate motherfuckers exploiting mental illness and all this other shit. But I ended up doing a lot more shit than mental illness. Mental illness is just the coating on the, the crack pipe of life I've discovered. So I went ahead and just up the ante. Got 38% more dangerous. Got Josh stoked on here full time. We're producing this shit. We still don't get fucking paid. It's a community fucking service thing. But eventually, we're yeah. going to have a toy store in Hollywood, USA. I ain't talking about Hollywood, Florida either, dude. Fuck that Aww. place. I know. Dear, dear Hollywood Mental Award, go fuck yourself. I'm still going to be smoking a shitload of weed. Probably eating during the show. Crap like that. We're still going to do new episodes. But it's a stare and loathing. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cleaned up. It's the modern version. It's the modern version. And we're going to get away with a lot more, I think, too. Not that I haven't been getting away with murder already. Oh, I mean, uh... No! Yeah. Well, I would definitely say gird your loins. Gird your loins! And, so, you know, like and subscribe. Is that a thing? You can... You can... And we encourage people to give us questions... Little Q and A, and uh, if you want to call us, we'll give you the number now two zero six 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 five eight four seven. I'll create an email handle for this bullshit and a website eventually. You know, all the crap you need for twenty first century hoo ha hey and all that shit. And I'm just getting older, collecting more dust. So is this guy. Yeah. Oh, God, man. Yeah. 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 But we're cool enough to keep up with you young whippersnappers. You know, back of my day, posted on the cost. I know. <laughs> so here we are. We're going to start the fuck over again. Because sometimes you just got to begin the begin. And sometimes you just need the clean slate program. Like what's her fuck cat woman was looking for in that dude's last Batman trilogy fucking movie with the shitty Bane? Uh, all I can think is Jason Bourne. No, nah, remember he was all like, if you take the tubes out, it will hurt. <laughs> Alright, guys, hold the fuck on. Grandma Gutter Punk. And, uh... Gutter Snippets. Gutter Snippets. Aaron Loathing, number one. What do you think about that, Josh? Good. A little rambly, but good. Yeah. What's up, guys? <clears throat> going to talk to you about my mom. We're going to get her on the phone today. She's got a lot of cool-ass shit to say. She's into the uh, sociopolitics. Voodoo. She knows about dragons, maybe not the kind of dragons you're thinking about. But if you're lucky, she might talk to you about it. 
come take a visit to old ass part of America that ain't around no more and come listen to my mom for about a half hour <laughs> and that'll be enough <laughs> she's a good mom and she'll be your mom too my mom Miss Maggie aka Mother Nature she's a mind fucker <laughs> and she's a lover alright we're gonna talk to her here in a minute we'll be right back motherfucker classic shit We now return, dude. <sighs> All right, we're trying this again. Hey, can you hear me all right, Mom? Yeah, I can hear you all right. All right. Well. I was just checking my damn voicemails when you called a minute ago. Oh. And I was in the middle of it. I couldn't get out. The little recording was on. You have one new message and two saved messages. You got some messages. <laughs> it was my sister. She had sent me some stuff from Walmart and... She had me text her when I got the stuff and tell her what all I got so she could see if they missed anything and she had to apply for a refund, you know? Oh, uh, okay. So I had to list all the shit that she sent. And then me and Foot just got into it. He cussed me out over a pack of rolling papers after I just the puppy pads and free soda pop. I've been giving him like half the loot. And sharing shit with him off of everything I've been hustling for the last four days over the internet. Just because I ain't been going out to hustle, I've been on the phone and the computer hustling. 
Huh. And that motherfucker got the nerve to bitch at me over a rolling paper? He can bite my ass. Is that right? I stuck the whole pack in his door and told him to go fuck himself and double lock my door. Well, he's... That's how he gets, man. That's how that dude gets, you know. I don't know why. You do a lot for him, and then he turns around and he'll bite you. And he won't do it. Well, I ain't fighting that wind. I ain't going out in that shit. I don't know why it's like that. And that's after I done gave him over $100 worth of shit in the last two, three days. And dog food, puppy pads, dog bones, and everything else. Man, he can suck my butt. Why does he got to be that way? I don't give a fuck, man. He gets his little fucking jags. You know what I mean? So yeah. do you, so do I. But this is ridiculous. Somebody been sitting here with money for two days offering to buy you pot and you're too lazy to go to the store and break a bill for it. Then you don't need no fucking pot. I'm sure not going to go do all that and chase you down to fucking smoke it with you. Does he think that's what's going to happen? I guess. <laughs> Yeah. I got another thing coming. Yeah, I know by now. Well, he ain't getting no smoke on then. No, and they just finally uh put my uh, food stamp subsidy thing on my fucking card this morning. I was calling all day to check on that. I just got $104 put on my food stamp card. Oh. When I was broke, didn't have shit. I blew them all the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. The the 80 something that they've been giving me or 90 something. Is that what it is? And then it told me, it gave me 104 today and told me I got 90 more coming on the 4th. Huh. And then on the 14th of April, I'll probably get 104 more. That's pretty interesting. Because I'm not up to the full amount that a single adult is supposed to be getting on food stamps because it's so bad. I can't hear you. I lost you. Help. No, it flips off the speaker. Sorry about that. It's okay. Yeah, I can't get the full amount and they say anybody that's not up to full amount, that's the payment they're giving you. What do they, uh, so they're just jacking it up because of what's going on right now? Huh? They're just jacking up how much they're giving you because of what's going on then? Yeah. I see. It's kind of like that $1,000 fucking rebate thing or whatever. Yep. Well, at least you ain't got to pay rent right now. They're going to give us your shit up. 
do you still have to pay rent or what? Yeah, $221. That's still not I bad, I guess. I none of my bills. I ain't got my check from Social Security yet. My dad sent me a little money. That's why I got the $50 bill. How's he doing? He's doing the same thing I'm doing, staying inside. Yeah, I hear that. And I told him if he tried to go outside, I was going to send Miss Vera a case of duct tape. Yeah. How old is he? How old is he? 82 years old. 82. Yeah. He gets ornery, huh? He's all like, oh, I'm just going to go anyway. Oh, shit, my dad's ornery. Where do you think I get it from? I figured that's where I get it from. It's a chain of command. didn't fall far from the tree. (laughs) Chain of command, huh? So, are we on a radidio? Yeah, we're already recording. It's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Our great president, Rump, has seen fit to expand our food stamps and give us a stimulus check. Uh-huh. I'll be laughing all the way to the fucking bank when I see that one. <laughs> I know, man. He's a, he's a trip, dude. Yeah, well, I call him President Rump. Because you can't always say ass in public, but you can say rump, and it rhymes with Trump, so at least they know what the hell I'm talking about. Yep, and every day is rump day. Trump's rump. Yep, (laughs) everybody's hitting that rump on. Right now, everybody's getting their rump on. Yep. No, it sucks. Here, I'm going to smoke a bowl with you, Mom. Well, they better be getting their rump on because they ain't got nothing to wipe it with. I'm smoking that uh, original glue right now. Shit's pretty good. I wish I had something besides meskin. That's all I got. You know, I'd be making that run for you. It's too bad you ain't got nobody to front you, man. Huh? It's too bad you ain't got no one to front you around there. I know. Baker moved to uh, Arizona because he got congestive heart failure. Grim's up there, and I've been talking to him. I might eventually talk him into doing something because he liked me. We used to fly together out on the leisure field. Oh, yeah? There's no telling. Well, have you seen uh, Leonie again or whatever? Uh, yeah, she left a broke-down car in front of my house, and I'm using it for a storage pod. She came back from New Mexico or what? She came back, left a broke-down car here, left again. She uh, got real sick. Her arm was all fucked up. You could see the meat and the blood vessels and stuff in it. She well, she was sending me pictures and talking to me from the hospital, bro. She didn't have nobody to talk to, you know? Where was that when dude? You're bored, when you're stuck in a hospital, it ain't no fucking fun. Well, yeah, no, everybody knows that. So it doesn't matter which one of you kids gets a hold of me. If you're in a hospital, I'm going to talk to you. Oh, yeah, I know that. I was just wondering, where was her boyfriend at that was over there? Oh, we threw his ass out. I told her. 
after that last time when he tried to put his hand on her. I said, take that motherfucker down to uh, Checkpoint Charlie's and you throw him out in front of the club with all his little gear and you let the boys have him. Yeah. And she wouldn't do it. So she took him out with her and then his daddy sent him a bus ticket from Sam Marcus home. And that was the end of it. Yep. I see, I see. But it was it was ended and I told him it was ended. And I also told him if he put his hands on her one more time before they left, that uh he wasn't gonna have to worry about her taking him to checkpoints because I'd call all the boys to come over here and throw a barbecue. Yeah, you could tell he was pushing it. I told him, I said, I'll throw a barbecue and invite every fucking <laughs> up. Yeah, he he was fucking up. I knew he was fucking up too, man. I was trying to like. And we'll see how far you get with that. Yeah, know? well, that's too bad. Well, that's too bad. I was hoping those guys would actually have some decent run or whatever. You know, they could. He's a good little kid, but he needs to be a hippie chick. And he was trying to be with a punk rocker, and it was frustrating him, and that's why he was acting out the way he was. Yeah, he didn't understand. He couldn't handle that lifestyle of all the different guys hanging on her. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hippies, man. They never never trust a hippie. (laughs) Oh, wait a fucking minute. I resemble that remark. (laughs) I may be a gutter punk, but I was a hippie first. I was. Bonafide member of the Rainbow family had the nickname Tommy Tree Frog for a long time after Tree Frog Beer. You know what Tree Frog Beer was? No, what? Uh, Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers comic. Oh, yeah. Where they grafted marijuana onto the hops plant and then used the hops to brew beer. Remember, I, I smoked a joint with uh, Gilbert Shelton, the guy who actually drew that comic, you know? Yeah, I know a guy that actually brewed tree frog beer from that recipe. <laughs> That's cool shit, dude. <laughs> that was some pretty wild shit. That's cool as fuck. No, I drank some of it. That's how I got the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Man, it is good to hear you. I'm glad you're okay down there. I was like, uh, uh, telling these guys that that you knew about dragons and I was like probably not the dragons you're thinking about but I was wondering man if, I got some new dragon jewelry I gotta take pictures of and send you too remember you were telling me about the ley lines dragon necklace and a dragon ring oh you just picked those up yeah I bought them up a wish they were just too pretty I had to get them sometimes they got some decent stuff Oh, yeah, I've got several pieces off the list. Now, I'm starting to get a collection. I'm going to build me a set of fighting rings that I got a double set of brass knuckles. I wouldn't mind getting my rings back again. Yeah, but that way when people like Squirrel and them assholes try to rob me or cop an attitude with me, I can backhand one of them in the next week and cut their face up and they'll think different. They'll think about me every time they look in the mirror. They're going to think about it. 
Think about it, think about it, think about it. <laughs> I like it. No. Hey, <laughs> fuck Squirrel anyway, man. That guy's stupid. Oh, man. Now it's recorded on to radio that he is actually officially fucking stupid. I am, uh... I wanted to talk to you about ley lines. Mom, what do you know about ley lines? <laughs> ley lines are the natural energy lines in the circle of the globe. And we have a bunch of them here in the United States. Do you know that... Go ahead. You know the one that's over Antelope Island? <coughs> in Utah? Like outside of Salt Lake City? Yeah. I'm, I'm calling up the ley line map in my head so that I can check if there's a spot there. Yeah. That's the space-time vortex. Because it's got like ten of these lines that cross over. And then you go directly down into like South Texas or whatever on the on the west side, like in that the big, yeah. That's the one that's called the vortex of confusion or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, that's where Loki the trickster, Coyote, like, Coyote is our version of Loki. That's where the trickster hangs out. And he confuses your mind and makes you see things and all kinds of stuff. You'll hear voices, see things out there in Big Bend when you're out in the peyote fields. Yeah. Yeah. You see all kinds of weird shit. Were you ever out there? I wouldn't know if I hadn't been there. Now, what? I, I guess that's a stupid question. Uh, yep. I'll come back with more than one duffel bag full of mini buttons. But you gotta leave the grandfather's here or the Indians will have you busted. Is that right? Yep, if they see you take one grandfather out of that field, you're going to jail. Many have tried, huh? Yep. Last ones was uh West Coast Bob and uh Rudy Kwan and somebody else, but they got busted. Mm. I know because they kicked in me and little Susie's doors looking for them. Where they are. Uh, it reminds me of like, uh, did we got ley lines here in New Orleans? Mm -hmm. It's a water dragon. It's like we know eventually this city's gonna flood. And the dragons that are here are holding the dragon down as long as we can. But when he eventually breaks loose, our mission is to get as many people out of here alive as we can. I can see that being like a very... Uh, <clears throat> something coming up pretty soon, maybe. You feeling that way or what? I hope not. Bobby Jean's been seeing visions again. Oh, yeah. What's... She can't tell a year. She can't get a year off of it. What's she seeing? Just visions of all kinds of weird shit happening. Massive fucking bullshit. 
I mean, she was specific with you about some. No, destruction and and the city going, but uh, she can't get a year on it. I take that shit seriously, you know. Yep, I do. But I'm I'm not moving. I mean, what the fuck? Were you... I'm a Gulf Coast baby. I mean, I exist to help the. I'll be helping wherever I go. It'll be somewhere on the Gulf Coast, and I'll be helping people when the floods come. I know you will. Cause that's just me. I know that runs. That's, That's when you put aside your own physical and mental condition and you just get in where you fit in and start doing shit. That's what we did after Katrina. Everybody got in where they fit in. I was lending out my tools to people and they had got Dr. Bob's uh, Bobcat and they were cutting the big oaks that had blown over into chunks and swinging them out the road. Because we didn't have the equipment to do anything else, but we were trying to clear a path for them to get in and even help us. Because there wasn't a road down to the corridor. Oh, man. We cleared from Pauline Street all the way down to the Legion Theater. <laughs> On charters. Easy does it there. Well, you said you were smoking a joint with me. I, mean, I am smoking. <laughs> I saw you bogarting it over there. Well, I'm the only one sitting here smoking it. That's why. Yep, foot fucked up. He he yeah. would have been playing the, the good guy for once. <laughs> he ain't gonna do it. <laughs> that dude. Oh, well, man. I'm sorry he's not there in that capacity like that. I fucking, uh, am here in Oregon, you know, it's like just raining and I'm in a nice pad. I'm less worried about you catching the virus up there, believe it or not. Yeah, me too. I, I feel like Washington's getting slammed, uh. There's cases in Portland, you know, obviously, but uh, the most cases are coming in out of the south or, like, San Francisco or some shit in these, yeah. like, more densely populated. I did a sh- did my first show. Right now is a little town. Yeah, for real. In the middle of the mountains where that shit can't swirl through the air. We'll be right back, motherfucker. This is the story of Dracula, a creature who destroys all whom he touches. Dracula the terrifying, the feared, who sleeps in the tombs of the dead by day. Uh-huh. Arises at night to inflict his terror upon the innocent and the unsuspecting. You must help me. You must. You're my only hope. You must. I'll help you. 
This is the doctor who dares to challenge the vampire Dracula. This is the anguished man who fears for the lives of his beloved, the girl who is his sister, and the one that is his wife. Dracula, the bedeviled master of all that is evil. Wow. It strikes fear in my heart. Oh. oh, the travesty. Return, fucker. Holy shit. With Adam RMD, GED, and Dr. Josh Stoke. Alright, welcome back to the interlude part of the show. Where we're gonna stop and take a reflexive dump. Or, I mean, uh, what's going on? How, what was the idea? We're supposed to give our insight on how the show's going. If there's any updates, like, you know. You said there's the end of April opposed to the beginning of, uh, or the end of March opposed to the beginning of April. Whatever, you know, it's just, you know, it's just little things that all the nerds are going to obsess over. He said something that I didn't hear before. Yeah. I don't even think people were even listening back then like that. Even though this is one of the most popular episodes from the old show. And we'll see, you know, I guess it's just a show by another name, right? But I don't want to drop the old show name anymore. No. And I just wanted to say it off the air and on the air. Some things you just got to change up, man. You know, if your pubes are too long, fucking trim them. Are you trying to fucking get the chick to fucking noodle out in your mouth? I don't know. Maybe they just only wear button fly jeans. I fucking just, <laughs> you know, shave your shit. You know, that's what I'm doing with this. We're fucking kind of looking at, and this whole thing was a sociology experiment. At this particular point in time, I would have been in New Orleans taking care of my mom. And I had broke my leg just probably about a year before that during the summer and I was walking on a fucking Fraser crane and then I fucking got sick of that shit so I told my mom I'm gonna go to Washington DC and she was like what's there and I was like nothing and so I went there and I fucking stayed in a fucking hostel 
with some common ghetto folk. And uh, one of them got me a job working uh, Uber walking. And if you don't know what Uber walking means, it means you go pick up the food from the fucking place. You get to set how long you want to walk for inside of a mile, two miles, you know. I do like two miles. I wouldn't do over two miles. Uh, but, uh, you know, did the fucking, uh, shit for eight months. And I put my, my leg back together, Josh. And you weren't around yet. No, this, yeah, I, I remember the, what caused it, though, so, yeah. And, uh, so I, I did that. I walked eight miles a day. <sighs> totally. And I would just pop like a half a bottle of fucking bear, you know, shit like that, uh, where I would just keep it going until my knee just fucking went back together again, dude, finally. Right when that happened, I, I was like, Mom, I'm done with D.C. She goes, well, where are you going? I was like, Philly. So I went to fucking Philly. And uh, that was when my uh, my bank actually put the stimulus check of the virus <laughs> in my account before the virus actually started. And I never got to say that on an old show. But I'm saying it now. So that was something. You can you nerds can bank on that fucker. And Wells Fargo can suck it fucking three times the lady. And uh I fucking got paid and my friend she was a professor from Stanford. And uh she called me up and was like, hey, Martial Law is going to surround Philly and New York tomorrow. You better fly out of there tonight. And I was like, well, I guess I can now. They gave me the money to do it. So I flew out. And the next day, fucking Martial Law surrounded New York and Philadelphia. And the virus started officially. And inside of about a month, I was sitting in this old lady's trailer... And uh, I decided I had to uh, do something because I thought the virus was going to fucking destroy my visual art. So I fucking said, hey, I got a big mouth. I'm good at that shit, right? I fucking got it. (laughs) Just a connoisseur of mouthness. But, uh... uh, (laughs) What? A shit mouth at that. Professional. I'll go to. I'll fucking take on Ricky in a swearing contest, or any old Canadian, any old fucking time. I'll, I'm ready to lay down and take on the swear net title of the fucking universe. And swear net's not even mine, but I don't care, because I'm into copywriting. If someone wants to copyright this show, they can. Isn't that what J Rock said? <laughs> If you want to use my tunes, Snoop Dogg, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Everybody just wants to get paid. Everybody wants to get paid. Well, guess what? We're not getting paid. But I can still outcuss anybody pretty much almost on the entire planet. It's a bold hey, boast. Can I just say one thing? If Pringles is listening, please understand. I can get them down to under 10 bucks a show. 
if uh, you're considering sponsorship. He's pimping me off through the Pringles can. Man, I'm telling you, they're they're more than just good food. I know. Have you ever huffed them? You ever peel the fucking little safety label off and take the fresh air vac you hit? Of course, man. That I, I, the shot, shotgunning it's better though. See, uh, my lungs are gonna smell like cheesums. <laughs> yeah. See, you, you 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 pierce the bottom of the can, the metal side, and then you put compressed air in there so it blows up the top. And then you just put a pinprick and just do the whole can. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the art of doing vacuum hits, kids. Yes, and don't try this at home. Do try it at home, but just no, make no. sure you only do it at home. With a bottle of Windex and some bleach mixture. Well, Stick your head in the microwave. Go ahead and set your feet on fire. <laughs> yes, put your set your pee on fire. I love it. Yep, roll around in some dog food and tell the dog you love him a lot. <laughs> That'd be but fun. Don't look him in the eye. Don't look him in the eye. <laughs> well, I guess this is the first show, and it's about talking to my mom. She's fucking cute, man. You know, I miss her. She was awesome. Great host. You guys are going to hear those shows come up where uh, here on Air and Loathing, we've already recorded the shit. So we're good to fucking go. All we got to do now is just do these simple motherfucking little pieces, which we could go ahead and chop it now, I guess. Yep. All right, motherfucker. We'll see you at the fucking end of the show. Yeah, I'll see you at the end. Oh, son of a bitch. They still got, you know, pretty leveled out to where uh, in front of Winko or whatever, there's like 25 people uh, at a time that's allowed in the store. And then once somebody comes out, someone else can go in, you know. That's true. Yeah. When I was at Walmart, everybody was wearing their uh, surgical gloves. To handle the cards, and people had masks or scarves on. A few of them had bandanas tied around their faces, you know, because they didn't have no mask. Yep, I've just been wearing that little skull one that I got off Wish. Remember that shit? Yeah. I've been wearing and that little motherfucker right there. Scarves that I tie around my head like a hijab <laughs> and cover my nose with them. Have you been uh, talking to... Say it again, Mom. Sorry. What? In full Arab mode. In full Arab mode. Hey, I was going to ask you about the uh, ghost detector. That's how I was... <sighs> I just finally took that off my phone today. I've been talking to them for the last week. They ain't been saying too much. Yeah. And then this one started getting a little belligerent, so I just took it off my phone for a minute or two, and I'll put it back on. I'm kind of punishing him. I'm going to sage the house tonight, too, you know? What was he saying? What do you mean belligerent? Saying stuff that wasn't too polite, and then stuff started falling around here in different rooms and stuff. He just made me mad. 
you don't encroach upon me like that because I am not able for you to possess. Was he uh, labeled as an angry ghost on the uh, ghost app? He was labeled as neutral at first and then he turned angry. Oh, really? I've never yeah. seen that happen. Well, he labeled, got himself labeled neutral so he could whistle his way in. I got some nasty critters in the other world that'll do that kind of shit. I go yeah. along with the play lines, you know? Yeah, I do know. I do. I come under spiritual attack quite often. Especially right now, right? Do you think at the... I'm a lot stronger than people give me credit for. Oh, I know that. Spiritually... May not be as strong as I used to be physically, but mentally and spiritually, I'm a hell of a warrior. Those days that you were physical and out there, and you have a lot of what? What's a, Is there one of those stories from that time period you wouldn't mind sharing? Maybe. After you uh, <laughs> breathe again. <laughs> Oof, I heard that one. That one went deep. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> Me and my buddy Jim Bug got rested. It was kicking around by the aquarium of the Americas and they go and Mama Rose and them had their blankets out under the trees and we had us a couple of uh, half gallon bottles of vodka going around a couple of big jugs of chaser you know so everybody could make them a drink you could either mix it with sweet tea or juice you had your choice and uh, Junebug kept fucking with me all day telling me that a boxer could beat a martial artist and I'm going, no, you're full of shit. I guarantee you a martial artist will be a boxer every fucking time. He said, what do you mean? Let's see. And he fucking punched me. And when he did, he ran and jumped up a tree so that I couldn't get him back real quick, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I did a Jackie Chan. I ran right up the tree, did a flip, come down and kicked him in his fucking ass, knocked him out of the tree. He fell down on his ass and I stood over him and I said, what happened, baby? Fall down, go boom on butt. <laughs> I love it. I told him a martial arts, a martial artist will beat a boxer uh-huh. because a boxer telegraphs his moves. And a trained martial artist doesn't. Hmm. A student will. You'll see that slight shift of the feet when they're shifting their weight. But a trained martial artist is not going to shift his weight to the last second. You won't have time to react. That's the deal. So, and all these kids wonder why I can catch them so fast. You know? Yeah. When they do try to move on me, it's like um, this little dude, what was it they called him? Ferret. 
ferret. I was thinking weasel, and I said, no, not weasel, ferret. <laughs> weasel's another little kid. Mm-hmm. But they both run around together, and it's not funny. It's a funny thing, because a ferret's a member of the weasel family anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> ferret went down on his hands and come up with his feet and tried to kick me in the head with both feet. <laughs> right? Yep. Well, when he come up, I had done reached under with my arm and had two fingers jammed up his nose, and I pulled him to my face, and I said, you like that nose? You want to keep it? (laughs) I said, don't you ever, as long as your asshole points to the ground, try to kick me in my head again. I said, because I guarantee you I'll rip the nose right off your face. And I just kind of threw him away from me. And he backed off Valen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. And it's like, you better back off Valen, because right now I'm so mad I could just skin you alive and leave your flayed skin out for all the gutter punks to spit on. Fuck yeah, dude. Old school. Strike <laughs> it right across the bars of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Pre- we turned his hide when he died, Clyde, and that's it, hanging on the shed. <laughs> yeah. Now once you get the next timey kangaroos down, sport, timey kangaroos down, timey kangaroos down, sport, won't you timey kangaroos down. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I always used to like the flip side of that 45. It was called Ball and Chain. Ball and Chain. Up and around his leg was a big black chain, and dragging on the chain was a big black ball. Hmm. What year did that come out? I don't know, it was on the 45, it was the flip side of Tommy Kangaroo's Down. Tommy Kangaroo's was the A side, and Big Black Bow was on the uh, B side. How's my dog doing? Is she just terrorizing everybody, or what? What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I would raid my aunt's record collection for that record. And uh, itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. <laughs> You're talking about. I'm afraid you come out of the water. Oh, God. Because she thought that somebody might see. <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) It was an itchy bitchy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. (laughs) An itchy bitchy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. So in the water she wanted to stay. And that Fenicello? Mm-hmm. 
four. Stick around. We'll tell you more. Yeah. Hmm. And Frankie Avalon? Was that the era of that? I think so. Yeah. Beach Blanket Bingo? I forget what was on the flip side of that one. I know a little bit of a, pop culture. Cool. I was a nut for checking out the beat sides everything. <laughs> yeah. That's how I found uh, Freedom for the Stallion. Oh, yeah. What's that one? Freedom for the Stallion. Freedom for the Mariner Cold. Freedom for the baby child who has not grown old enough to vote. Lord have mercy, what you gonna do about the people who've been praying to you? You got men making wars to destroy other men. They made money, guy, to doggone sin. Oh, Lord, you got to help us find a better way. Yep. That that, that song brought the tears to my heart. That's beautiful, Mom. That's a great fucking song. Thank you. You got a great fucking voice. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, I appreciate. It. I know a lot of people who just heard that shit. They that know on the real that that's that was the goods. <laughs> <laughs> they know that was the goods. Yes, indeed. I got a million songs and bits and pieces of flotsam and jetsam floating around in my brain. Wisdom from me, ma. <laughs> I know. It's like idle hands at the devil's workshop. So is an idle brain. Yeah. You'd be, you'd be better off being a spunion and whirling in 90 million directions than just sitting there stagnating. And we've all been guilty of it. Oh, I know. It sucks. It's a shitty feeling. And that asshole next door better get off this fucking rocking horse and fucking wake up smell of coffee beans because I've been the one hustling my ass off. I know you have. No, I worry about you out there on your own like that, but people don't know you're a fucking tank, you know? You fucking are a very strong person, you know, and they uh, don't have any idea, you know, so to give them an idea, you know, it's just my mom here. If you can't hear it, man, she's got a lot of strength in her. And a lot of love. Little gutter punks, little gutter snipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love it. What can I say? Snippets. Snippets. From the gutter. Snippets from the gutter. <laughs> That's what we'll have to call my little words of wisdom every now and then. Snippets from the gutter, from Grandma Gutter Punk. Hmm. What? Yeah. I do love Grandma you. Grandma Gutter Punk's little snippets from the gutter. 
I love you in the gutter. Yeah, I love me in the gutter too. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get the gutter out of me. My rich folks have tried. <laughs> Finally, they just started paying me to stay away because I had too much gutter in me. <laughs> <laughs> These were the way. This is the way it is, man. This is the way. You know. Stay away, pay. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I called my dad the other day to tell him I was 70 bucks short on this month's bills. He turned around and sent me 300 I didn't ask for it. Didn't want it. You know what it was? It was so that I didn't just pay up my little 70 bucks and go visit Texas. Excuse me. Check on him while all this shit was going on. Hmm. Like, let me throw you a little extra and you just there. Hunker down where you're at. <laughs> you got enough shit where you're at right now, Mom? Huh? You got enough shit right now? You, like, you got enough stuff? Like, what you need and you got everything or what? I need cat paper. I got, I mean, cat food. I gotta go around and pay the bills. I'm gonna have to find a ride to do that because they're not letting our caseworkers ride us around right now. Oh. Because I, now I'll have to go out and either take public transit or pay a turtle taxi and expose myself to the shit. Oh, God. To get everything taken care of. But, uh, <sighs> so be it. Well, it's frustrating. Yep. Are you, uh, I wanted to ask you, would you be into uh, doing another show after this? I think this. Oh sure, anytime. This sounded great. Call them Grandma Gutter Punk snippets from the gutter. These will Not be the snippets. Gutter snippet. This is gutter snippet number one. Yes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. You never know with whatever's going on. And all these crazy bastards listening to this motherfucker. They got more than. 12 rolls of toilet paper in your house. You're fucking hardened. <laughs> you better eat the Grand Canyon, motherfucker. <laughs> what size is your twat? The you... size of the Gulf of Aden or something? <laughs> Come on. Get some sense, man. <laughs> I love it. Everybody just buys whatever they're out of and whatever they need. There'll be enough for everybody. They'll have time to restock. Y'all are buying everything up and not even giving the boys time to restock themselves. You know what I'm saying? To the stockers, I know. That's their problem. They got motherfuckers paid out there, too. I know, and they're hiring all the restaurant workers and musicians they can get their hands on right now. And using them for everything from stocking the stores to delivering groceries and food. <sighs> to try and keep them going so when the tourists do come back, we'll still be here. We won't just pack up our costumes and our instruments and leave. <sighs> the thing is, they actually got some fools thinking about it, and I had to explain to a couple of them, you're going to leave, where are you going to go? This shit is everywhere. Where are you going to go, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. You know? 
there's no place to go. You might as well sit here and ride it out. At least here you got what you need. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at, you know. I decided to go ahead and start doing these podcasts because of it, you know. That's pretty much what I was like. I want to communicate with everybody. Anything we can do to inform and entertain and amuse each other and educate each other and uplift each other, those are the things we need to be doing, not hoarding toilet paper and eggs. The other day I went to the store, the only eggs left on the shelf was Eglin's Best, the brown cage eggs, and that imitation uh, egg beater shit. For the cardiac patients. Shit ain't right, man. No, it ain't. But you know what? There's a lady uh, uh, advertising on uh, the internet right around this neighborhood that's got chickens in her yard and she's giving away eggs. So if they think I'm on paper Eggman's best, they can kiss my grits. <laughs> and I won't even put no cheese in them. <laughs> <laughs> they can just kiss them raw. Yep. Hmm. Well, it's been told. I'm going to cut this show, Mom. I'm going to wrap it up. Is there anything I else you want to you want to say to? I love, you. I love you too. I'm glad people got to meet you. You're a wonderful person. Well, I'm glad I got to meet people, and I enjoy each and every one of y'all, wherever you're at. Uh, thank you for having me in your living room. <laughs> you're awesome, Mom. I love you. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. All right, darling. Bye-bye. Maybe next time I'll play you a song. There'll be a next time. We're going to have gutter snippet number two, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, All right darling. Bye-bye. Bye, babe. Bye. All right, that was my mom, and uh, she is a wonderful person. I uh, don't even know what to say. Um, I'm just glad people like her in the world, and uh, I'm glad you got to meet her. She's just definitely one of these original people in my life, man. So I got a lot of different people, and I want to try to get them out there. And it's a lot of things that can be heard, you know? We'll see where it all fucking ends up. But uh, I'll be with you in this whole pot of whatever the fuck we're dealing with. I'll be with you till the end. All right, I'm out. All right, let's wrap this motherfucker up. One more fucking commercial. Come on, Dr. Josh.
He did not know about the uninhibited exhibitionism of a striptease dancer. He'd forgotten about the power of love and knew nothing about the vicious force of jealousy. Nothing ever come easy to me. Don't touch me. I can't stand you. Tony, let the little girl go. But more thrilling, more exciting, more mystifying is the monster. The mutation by atomic energy, part man, part beast, salaciously watching women as they bathe. A monster such as the eyes of man has never before seen. Killing one by one each of the few living men, hunting out the most beautiful of the remaining women to take as his mate. Alright, dude. We're gonna close this motherfucker out. For good. Alright, we're fucking done with this fucking show. I sound a little soft. I Don't you think I sound kind of soft on that? <laughs> I'm glad I got a little harder in my broadcasting ageism. Well, I mean, I think you definitely are louder and a little bit more enunciatory now. If that's a real word. I probably. I I, I, probably not. I don't fucking know. Cadence. Cadence? No, it's not. You have good cadence. It's just your volume. That's all. Yeah, you think it's too loud? No. I mean, yes, now you're too loud. Before you were too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. Hey, man, it's, it's, well, you want me to give you retrospect? I guess I don't want to be soft. No. I'd rather keep it hard. <laughs> yeah. And KY. Oh, God. I was going to say something awful. When we're not recording, remind me to say the awful thing. Oh, we're not recording. Good. <laughs> no, I'm for that again. no, I turned it off. I had to anyway. It's fucked up. No, no, no. I was just gonna say you gotta be concerned about <clears throat> you know moisture as well. So you know when you take your Cialis, make sure you freeze. Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying that old men need a pill to get hard, and if they're having sex with old ladies, then they're gonna need something to lubricate. That's all. Are you are you having like old lady sex? I have. No <laughs> How do you know that? How do you know that? There's got to be some stud elders out there. I mean, they can't all be fucking duds, right? Oh sure, but I mean, anybody that's still packing meat and is looking to get it on, I mean, you gotta you gotta spit on the sawdust. I don't know what. <laughs> spit on the sawdust. Come here, dust cakes. Is that what the professor says to mom on Futurama? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust anybody named Dusty. Anyway, I didn't trust my mom ever, especially after she drops that she's in the rainbow uh, family. I'm like, don't fall for her shit. She's totally scamming you, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's a big-time scammer. Probably a lot... A lot less scammy, but you know what I mean. Anyway, it was nice to hear the end. It was, uh, and uh, we guys want to thank you guys for being here on the first episode. 
Why are you saying that? I thought you weren't recording. Oh, is that what I said? (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. 206-666-5847. Josh Stoked and Adam AirMD, GED. Aaron Lowley, number one. Grandma Gutter Snippets, number one. Thanks for listening, dudes. You've been listening to Aaron Loathing, episode one, on Spotify, motherfucker. Shit.